0: coming up we have to stand up for it however it shows its ugly face and try to um, sneak in and add to what it takes to be saved you know the, the type of music the denomination the all this other stuff that comes in to try to challenge that it takes more than just faith in christ alone we have to stand up and stand against all of that stuff amen that's what we have to do
1: it's our legacy Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. It is extremely important for followers of Jesus Christ to know how to live out our faith, especially in midst of strong spiritual, emotional, intellectual, and habitual forces that try to keep us from doing it successfully join Pastor Rob and his wife Carolyn as they unpack some key and helpful principles from Apostle Paul's message to the churches in Galatia. Here is the fifth message in the series, Faith in Jesus Christ Alone Part 2.
0: Alright, we're now to the sixth thing that faith in Christ alone does for us. It is It allows us to receive the blessing of Abraham. It allows us to receive the blessing of Abraham. Um, Galatians 3, 9 and 29 says this. So all who put their faith in Christ share the same blessing Abraham received because of his faith. All right. I want to sit on that for a moment. Just Mm -hmm. let you think about it. I'll read it again. So all who put their faith in Christ share the same blessing Abraham received because of his faith. Verse 29. And now that you belong to Christ, you are the true children of Abraham. You are his heirs and God's promise to Abraham belongs to you <clears throat> so this text tells us that we receive the same blessing blessing abraham was promised and uh we are abraham's heirs we already talked about being god's heirs we're now abraham heirs and that the promise that he gave abraham belongs to us yeah. so we see um we see an important connection here is that as we talk about god's heir him being divine and eternal and then we can look at abraham abraham being earthly like we are and we were being heir there so it 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 covers the whole gamut of us of our airship if you will Mm -hmm. um that we receive that promise so it tells us here that god's Uh, Promise Abraham belongs to us. Now, I want to say this uh, before we move forward here, is that understand that Abraham uh, was received this blessing before the law was instituted. Before the law was instituted, faith, Abraham expressed faith. It, it, It was outside of the law when he did that. And that's why our faith is outside of the law, too his was it came before our faith comes after but it did it was outside of the law and so that so our relationship with God is through our faith not through not through the law and and so um, the here in in um, Romans 4 20 through 25 it gives us more reflection on Abraham and the promise and the blessing it says excuse me abraham never wavered in believing god's promise in fact his faith grew stronger and in in this he brought glory to god i'm going to pause on that for a moment because i don't want us to sit and rest on our laurels about our faith if we're going to walk in abraham's shoes or receive the blessing of abraham we need to do what abraham did abraham had faith in god he believed god and also this text is telling us that his faith also grew mm-hmm. so i want to challenge you to be to be in the process of intentionally growing your faith just like abraham did mm-hmm. he grew his faith and one of the ways you can do that is by living by faith yeah. putting your faith to the test yeah using your faith mm-hmm. and exercising your faith. And as you exercise your faith and you see it produce results, you get stronger in it. You get stronger in it. You become more knowledgeable of how God works in your life and you exercise your faith. Your faith grows stronger and it it brings glory to God as the text tells us. Amen. And then uh, verse 21, <coughs> excuse me, goes on to say, speaking of Abraham, he was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever he promises and because of abraham's faith god counted him as righteous god counted him as righteous Mm -hmm. verse 23 and when god counted him as righteous he he wasn't just it wasn't just for abraham's benefit it was recorded for our benefit too, assuring us that God will also count us as righteous if we believe in him, the one who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. Okay, I'm gonna pause right there for a second. So what Abraham received from a having faith in God and it growing was that God called him righteous. Yeah. And not only was that meant for Abraham, it's also meant for anyone who has faith in Jesus Christ. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You are you are righteous. So this speaks this speaks to you. We talked before about being right with God, how it speaks about your relationship with God. This speaks about you, who you are. And God declares that you are righteous because Amen. of your faith in Jesus Christ. Amen. It's who you are. You're righteous. You're not unrighteous. You are righteous. It says. And what does how does this benefit you? Or how does it benefit us? This is how it benefits us. Hmm. It benefits us when the enemy comes, sits on your shoulder and tell you you jacked up. Tell you you ain't nothing. You will never be nothing. You just trash. You just, whatever his enemy tell you, he tells you that not only what the enemy tells you on the other shoulder, you sitting over here talking to yourself, your (laughs) self-talk. Sometimes you tell yourself you ain't nothing, Mm -hmm. but you need to remember what God says and who God says you are. God says you are righteous. No matter what the devil say, no matter what you tell yourself, Mm -hmm. you're righteous because of our faith, because of your faith. You are righteous. Amen. You you are righteous. So you, this is about yourself now. Having confidence in who you are, not feeling shame and all that kind of stuff. No, no, I'm righteous. I'm righteous. A- am I perfect? No, I'm not perfect, but I'm righteous. Right. Why am I righteous? Because God said I was righteous. Yes. This is good. We just, we just went over that in the armor of God. Is that right? Yeah, the righteousness of God. Yes. This is confirmation. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so this helps. Helps again, this helps with you, how you feel about yourself. Yeah. Being right with God helps you with how you feel relationally. Mm -hmm. Being righteous helps how you feel personally. Yeah. That you are righteous. And then the passage reads on in verse 25 He was handed over to die because of our sins, Mm -hmm. and He was raised to life to make us right with God. So Abraham's blessing that he received, that he became, that was before the law, before the law was given. And the blessing was that he was called righteous. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You got that same blessing. Amen. God calls you righteous. righteous. And then the last, uh, well, the seventh thing that we get from faith in Christ alone is it allows us to receive the holy spirit it allows us to receive the holy spirit mm-hmm. galatians three fourteen says through christ jesus god has blessed the gentiles with the same blessing he promised to abraham so that we who are believers might receive the promised holy spirit through faith through faith
1: amen
0: the reception of the holy spirit is a big deal Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. Uh, we'll deal more with that in this series um, as we move forward. But the idea of receiving the Holy Spirit does a lot for us. The Spirit, Spirit's work and ministry in our life is tremendous. Yeah. And so um, having faith in Christ allows that ministry to be in full effect in your life. It's a great blessing to have the Holy Spirit. So I have another question. Well, not another question, another statement, but that answers the question. So, all this favor that God has given us, all this favor that God has given us deserves a response from us. The fact, the fact that God has delivered us from the curse of the law, he has freed us from the power of sin, he's made us right with himself, he made us children of God, he made us heirs to heirs Um, To his inheritance, he's allowed us to receive Abraham's blessing, and he allows us to receive the Holy Spirit. All of that is favor. That is favor. Something we we did not earn. It's just favor. And we should respond to that favor. Mm -hmm. All that favor that God has given us. And write this down. Be on your paper. We should respond faithfully to god's favor Mm
1: -hmm.
0: we should respond faithfully to god's favor and i want to just give you one thing to do to respond faithfully to god's favor there's many other things you can do but i'm gonna give you one and and number one is by standing up by standing up for the truth of faith in christ alone Y'all got that? I'm gonna say it again. <laughs> One response that we all ought to have, ought to have to the favor of God that we just talked about is by standing up for the truth that faith in Christ alone is what it takes. Because we got all that favor because of faith Amen. in Christ alone. Amen. We need to stand up for that truth. Mm-hmm. Okay? This look at what Galatians 2, 3, and 5 says. And they supported, and he says they, he's talking about the, the other apostles, the primary apostles, apostles, the leaders. He says, and they supported me and did not even demand that my companion Titus be circumcised, though he was a Gentile. Even that question came up only because some so-called believers were false ones, really, who were secretly brought in. They sneaked in to spy on us and take away the freedom we have in Christ Jesus. I'm going to pause right there for a moment. So here's the thing that faith in Christ alone was challenged. And Paul is saying some folks came in to take away your freedom and they were false followers, he says, and and they sneaked in. They sneaked in mm-hmm. to do this. So the concept of faith in Christ alone is challenged, was challenged then, is it's, it's been always challenged, is challenged now and it will always be challenged. Yeah. And it's up to us as followers of Jesus Christ to stand up to faith in Christ alone. No matter what somebody try to do to add to that, we said no, for Christ alone, Christ alone, yeah. Christ. No, it don't take yeah. circumcision. No, it don't take, you know, yeah. going, you know, doing whatever that people come up with that yeah. they try to add to what it takes to be saved. Yeah, We, we stand up for Christ, faith in Christ alone. Amen. And look at what the, the text goes on and says. Um, The last part of verse four, they wanted to enslave us and force us to follow their Jewish regulations. So when it gets challenged, they're going to try to come in and put you back into bondage. And Paul says, no, Mm -hmm. don't do that. Mm -hmm. And look at what he tells us that he did. They did. Verse five. This is key. He says, but we refused. Yeah. We refused to give in. I'm going to say that again to you. We got to stand up for faith in Christ alone. Paul says we refused to give in Yeah, to them for a single moment, not for a moment. We didn't give them no room to try to pump that garbage into our minds and hearts. Mm -hmm. He says, we refused for a single moment. We wanted to preserve the truth of the gospel message for you, for you. We wanted to preserve the truth of the gospel message for you, not for ourselves, but for you. Who is you? Who is the, Who are we preserving it for? Girl, you alluded to it. Girl, we talk about salvation for your kids and your grandkids. You have to preserve faith in Christ alone Yeah. for your children's salvation, your grandchildren's salvation. We have to stand up for it. We got to preserve it for future believers, the ones that's going to come after us. Amen we got to preserve faith in Christ alone for them. We can't let it be tainted with other things. We have to stand up for it. However it shows its ugly face and try to um, sneak in and add to what it takes to be saved. You know, the, the type of music, the denomination, the all this other stuff that comes in to try to challenge that it takes more than just faith in Christ alone. We have to stand up and stand against all of that stuff amen that's what we have to do it's our legacy it's our legacy to our children to our children's children it's our legacy to the future believers who come after us after we're dead and gone yeah. yeah it's our legacy to the believers who come after us that we stand up and we preserve faith in christ alone
1: amen Amen.
0: so i want to challenge all of us to stand up and let this be our response To all this favor that God has given us that we stand up for faith in Christ alone, no matter how it shows itself. Mm -hmm. Let's go leave that legacy to the world, to our children, to the believers coming after us. That all it takes is faith in Christ alone. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert.
0: You may have never said yes. Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that He sent His Son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. And I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus Draw closer to God and to other believers.
1: God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at CF to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time
0: I want you to see this differently than someone just calling out God mm-hmm. without the special addition or prompting mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit to where it becomes a term of endearment. And there's like a, shows a personal relationship. It shows a personal relationship. It mm-hmm. shows intimacy. Yeah. A lot of people are calling on God, but it's not intimate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not endearing.
1: Right. Right.
0: They're just saying his name.
1: Yeah.
0: That's not what I'm talking about. Thank you for listening.